Welcome to Here and Now podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Sophia. We bring you the stories, the heart, and the humor needed for this journey called life. Join us each week to hear the conversations of a mom, that's me, and a daughter, that's me, and the stories of where others hear God's voice as he brings truth, beauty, and good in their lives right now. This is Here and Now Podcast. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Here and Now Podcast. Um, we're back after a little bit of a spring break, um, both on the podcast and literally. I just got back from being home. So it's weird to see you on the other side of the screen, Mom, when I've just been with you in person for the last week and a half. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm sitting in your room. I know. I'm wondering, I'm wondering where you are and um wondering <laughs> why we didn't do this when you were home. But then again, we're so busy running all over town with all of our people running in and out of our house as the two of you, you and your brother and a few of your friends came to visit and people flew into town, flew out of town, drove <laughs> town, drove back to town. We were in the city. We were in the country. Yeah, we, we were, were all over. South, east and west. Yeah. Yeah, it was so. quite the time. And now we're back in Steubenville, uh, just ready to power through the last few weeks. Um of school and then we have Easter break and then basically summer is right after that yay I'm excited I know spring is sprung I didn't even know yesterday well when we were recording this yesterday was the first day of spring hmm. I Interesting. Know that totally slipped my mind <laughs> kind of like you're born on the first day of winter I know I know Just and spring I'm a spring baby you're a mid- yes. winter baby Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And your birthday I just, just had passed. a birthday. <laughs> this last weekend, I just had a big birthday. Well, not a big birthday. I was already having a big birthday. Yeah. It was a yeah. fun birthday. It was a very fun birthday. Enjoyed yeah. every bit of it. Yes. Yeah. So good. On the Feast of St. Joseph and then the last, what a great day. It was a great day. Great day altogether. Beautiful yeah. day. It was supposed to rain, storm, thunderstorm. And woke up to blue skies. The sun was getting bluer, uh, not bluer, but brighter. And <laughs> yeah, the storm never came. It got by, you know, by the end of the day, it was a little chillier than it was earlier in the day. But yeah, we did not get a storm. So we got to spend a little bit of time outside. I think you guys were running around doing whatever. Your dad, your brother, and I were doing some things outside. And we dismantled my vegetable garden, which yeah. in some ways people think I would be mourning over it. I am like, <laughs> cheering up and down <laughs> the street in the backyard and going every time I look out onto the backyard from the deck I can't even stand how excited I am about the fact that it's <laughs> one less thing that I have to manage and maintain you know yeah maintain. yes yeah that's legit yeah and as I sent you that picture of the last little um fence that I kind of took down in a little bit of frustration today <laughs> hey, shaking it, it till worked. it broke it worked Killing two birds with one stone. Yes. Whenever you need to get rid of some frustration and anger over the nonsense of dealing with medical diagnosis and then medical billing, let me just tell you this. It is (laughs) not fun. Take your frustrations out on the fence post that works. Only if you legitimately want to take the fence post. Well, only if you. (laughs) And we did. Absolutely, it was not an. It was not something that we were not trying to do. It just took a little bit of time, and Ian and I were having a hard time getting everything done in the last, you know, hours in the eleventh hour of him, you know, preparing Mm -hmm. to leave. 
aren't we always trying to get those last bit of things in way before he goes yeah. out of town? Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, no, it was perfect. But it was great to just take the week off and relax. I mean, relaxing to me is doing fun stuff. Oh, it was know. relaxing. Yeah, yes. it was to just be and, you know, hang out. Um, we ate just, a lot. We ate so much, but that was great. Um, I have to fast from my fast before <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We still kept our lunch and fast, but to me, that was a lot. It was oh, a lot we of- definitely did. We did not break fast in any way, except breaking fast on a feast day, which is allowed. And exactly. Aren't exactly. I a lucky one that I get to have a birthday during Lent on a feast day? So none of that worries me that I have to, well, I don't really, I didn't really give up. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't try to stress myself too much in my uh, giving yeah. up this year. I did, I did things that were a whole other, other element of, I don't know. Yeah. Well, right. that's funny. You brought that up. Exactly. I was going to say, it's funny you brought that up because last, last time we had our episode was on detachment and uh, hearing God's voice. And we thought that it deserved an entire episode again on hearing God's voice. But then as we were thinking about it more um, and talking and preparing, I think that it's just going to naturally evolve into a couple different things here. Yes. Just thoughts from the week and the gospel readings and just encounters that you've had with people, all of which are hearing God's voice. Exactly. So, yeah, because we were going to talk about a story that you and I spoke about two weeks ago about something with my dad and hearing his voice and for the life of me, I can't get all the details out without having to scroll back into my story and, and um, read it and clarify it. Cause I think it was like a 2 AM text that I sent you totally. two weeks ago, and it was relevant to share that with you then, but it, it seems to be less relevant today and it's all good. I think it was related to whatever I was reading in a um, some, some book about, hearing God's voice. It might've been that book I was reading. Was it? And I can't remember which book. Um, is it Here Now I, by Henry? Oh, Nowen. that's it. Here Now, but I don't know. It might've been Here Now. It might've been the St. Charbel book. I'm not sure. The oh, point okay. of the matter is hearing God's voice is what we were talking about from the beginning about why we changed um, this to that platform of hearing God's voice from the hearing, um, I guess the hearing awareness that you were originally using for here and now, and now we're mm-hmm. talking about how we hear God's voice in the now and um, how many stories just in the last few weeks where people share, maybe they're listening. A few people have sent me messages saying, wow, this is really interesting hearing God's voice and how that you and I get to talk about these things. And um, it, it makes people a little bit more aware where you're hearing God's voice. Um, exactly I mean right these are just our personal experiences but like in us sharing them people are like oh my gosh like I didn't even realize that that could have been God in that moment mm-hmm. um and even as I was preparing for this too and it occurred to me at two o'clock in the morning I said this too I'm becoming more and more like you every single day <laughs> which is not a bad thing um but it just means that I wake up in the middle of the night with a thought that I have to write down so or text um, your mom at 2 a.m., which you're kind enough oh, to not text me because so you know I'm true. probably trying to sleep. <laughs> or otherwise, I'm hearing your dog's voice at 4.30 in the morning waking me up, and then I'm not a happy hey, camper. Dog backwards is God, so just take it that way. 
true. So maybe it is the God's voice coming through the fog saying. He's like, offer it up. Offer it up. <laughs> I'm stripping you of everything that you possibly want to ever have, which is really favorite station. True. It's my station that I wanted to share about and a little bit about my um, you know, homily that I wanted to share from Father Mike Schmitz, my yeah. days. Um, but did you want to share a little bit about what you heard from Mass last night? Because ironically, as you were driving back after hours of driving and last thing you wanted to do was um, have to put yourself in the position of sitting in mass. Not that you yeah. didn't want to go to mass, but you were thoroughly exhausted. It was a long yeah. day. And then just mass to like the day. Get, just get dressed up and do the whole thing and paying attention and everything. I was like, I don't know. I just, I, I want to go to mass. I just, can I physically do it? Um, but I'm glad I did. Um, yesterday's mass was very interesting. I mean, first of all, it was the first mass back on campus, um, essentially after everybody arrived back from spring break. It was eight o'clock at night. Didn't expect very many people to be there. But then again, it's Franciscan. Everybody was there. Um, it was packed. And it was very, it was quite interesting. So, um, you know, as, as you know, our Every Sacred Sunday journals, um, we love those. Um, which, by the way, our discount code is still active for that. You can get 10% yes. off your Every Sacred Sunday journal um, using code here and now, um, which is in the description. Um, but anyway, um, one of the things I did not know, and I'm slowly learning, is apparently yesterday there were two sections or types of the mass that you could do. Um and if the people that were preparing for baptism at Easter through RCIA, um, there's a separate section of readings called the first scrutiny um, for you to read. So I was thoroughly expecting um, the readings that were in the standard book that I had prepared for. And as I turned the page, I was like, well, <laughs> there's a whole other section of readings. Um, and it was very interesting. So the gospel came from John uh, chapter four, verses five to 42. And that is the story of the woman at the well. And if you've seen The Chosen, that episode is so well done. It's so good. Um, it's just, yeah, if you have not watched it yet, I recommend it's it. Such a great <laughs> yes, true. Oh, it's so good. Um but the, the priest that was giving the homily, he just brought a lot about things. He brought out things that I had not really thought about before. Um, and he was talking about traditional, just traditional friendship values. People think about um, when they're like, what are you looking for in a friend? He's like loyalty, honesty, and trust. Those are usually the top three that people look for in a friendship. Um, but he said that the ones that we should be looking for instead there's four is is it strong is it healthy is it lasting and is it life-giving mm. and I was like whoa that's awesome and he said are you sharing your joys and your struggles are you sharing your successes and your failures the good and the bad um and he's like this is exactly what Jesus offers us like he's the one that perfectly embodies all four of those qualities um he shares himself with us wholeheartedly um but we're the ones that need to go and receive those gifts and give them back to him um and how <laughs> the woman in the well is the one that's like putting the uh, barrier up against him you know jesus is offering all of these things because he's talking well the life-giving part is where 
he's saying water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So there's the life-giving part right there, lasting, which is the eternal part, etc. Um, but <laughs> it's really interesting because the priest mentioned, and something I never thought of is like the woman had left her water jug there, even as hard as it was for her to carry it there. She left it and just went to town um, and started spreading the gospel with people um, and telling about her encounter with Jesus. And it's like this, it's this timeline of becoming broken to whole and whole to holy. Um, And Jesus will always value us and no one can take that away from us. Um, We have to be the ones to open ourselves up to him. So these are just all of like the jagged notes that I took yesterday, but it was a really, really good homily. I mean, it was probably about 10 or 15 minutes long. It was really long. Um, and the priest was so passionate about it, which is what I loved so much. So I was like, I don't have enough room. I need more space to write stuff down. I just, I loved that gospel. I thought it was great. And just to focus on like the, those four values of friendship, strong, healthy, lasting, and life-giving rather than just loyalty, honesty, and trust. So Wow. I think that's pretty powerful. I think too, from having gone through the RCIA, um, the scrutinies, I believe have something to do with um, assessing your readiness through um, to be, you know, as you're preparing to um, get to Holy Saturday, which is the, Mm -hmm. I'm losing my, (laughs) the Easter vigil mass. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Only yeah. 25 years later, am I able to remember that? Um, yeah, so I think that there there are a couple of Saturdays that scrutinies that relate to that, right? Just mm-hmm. the, I'm trying to look up just to remember. There's three of them, I think, or third, fourth, and fifth Sundays of Lent are when they... Um, okay. The initiation rites of third, fourth, and fifth day, Sundays of Lent. Um, and they don't have the most comforting names is what, what I'm hearing in the... In the <laughs> I remember. So what you were just saying about all of that at the, the woman at the well, um, there's so much that we could talk about, but I think about the friendship and the, the friendship, um, strong and healthy, all the things that you said, mm-hmm. good and bad friends who show up in the good are awesome. Right. But the friends who also show up in the bad and, and you're able to share both with, you know, that definitely raises the level of friendship uh, the ante gets raised with people, you know, like this is a great thing when you have a friend that can sit with you outside the door, you know, I've written that post where yeah. people turn outside the door. Um, and in some ways the gospel that father Mike Smith, you know, brought to us was about um, there's so much wrong in the world, but you still can have so much light. And if you have a friend that can sit with you in the difficult stuff or in the good stuff, that's awesome. But if they can sit with you in the tough stuff, there's light that comes out of that, right? Because you're both, you're in this, this difficult time and you're, you're probably going to have that life-giving friend giving you life, even in those hard times, right? That's Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? He's going to do that. Um, So as he talked about his gospel or as in his homily, he's saying, he really talked a lot about Pierre Giorgio, right? Mm -hmm. My buddy, right? Yeah. Thing as as he he was preparing himself to he was dying he was only thinking about other people so what a good friend that he was he was thinking about you know what's what's going to happen to this person what's going to happen to this person um 
he's saying the best things we, the best gifts we can give are the ones that can be given in the worst circumstances, right? So that's mm. the, the part that is very much like a, a good friend in, in bad times. That's the person who's that with you in the, in the suffering, in the difficult times, in your sorrows, in your failures, in your whatever, in your illnesses. Think about the friends that have shown up for us and the ways that people have shown up for us in the worst of times, right? Like mm-hmm. that boxes that came to my driveway today for, for gifts of things that, you know, that are con- that by a certain people that are constantly showing up that fill the space, they fill the gaps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and while the gift isn't really in the specific gift itself, it's really in the actually showing up part of it, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Did you want yeah. to say? Yeah, there's the one thing I forgot to mention is the top note <laughs> um, from yesterday. It was the gift of self in a relationship. Um, and I think that's what you're saying. You know, like it's not necessarily the whatever specific monetary value that something has, um, but it's the value of the friendship and the person who gave it to you, even if it is a complete stranger. You know what I mean? Like there's that it's gift of self that is reflected in that. And we've seen things that just come when we least expect that. And to me, that's God. That's where I hear God's voice is seeing things that show up randomly and um, things that you kind of need at the moment, but you would have never expected or do not consciously realize that you need that at the moment. So th- this was not something you and I talked about. So this will throw you off. <laughs> it's okay, because it really fits into this you know, because the, the distance of time between when we recorded and didn't last, right? Um, I I guess last week we took stuff, the girls and I, before before you guys came home, so almost over a week ago, 10 days ago, I we have been detaching, right? And got a whole bunch of stuff and loaded up the car on a, on a nice, beautiful day. And your dad was out doing his um, therapy and took stuff to Goodwill. And it was unload like crazy. And, you know, there's some, some kids in the car who want to kind of hold on to things, which were, you know, and meanwhile, there, there were so many things. Goodwill day must've been the day that I was there because there was so much stuff being delivered that day by other people, you know, unloading it's, it's a Lenten thing, I guess. Right. And cleaning, (laughs) Lent cleaning. Right. And so for some reason I said to them, I need to run inside. So I ran inside they're laughing, mom, you're getting rid of stuff. I said, I don't know, but I just feel like I need to go inside. So Mm -hmm. I did. And I found two really awesome things in there for, for whatever. The first thing that I found was this Mary statue and, um, a quote from St. Francis de Sales on courage. Right. And here I am writing a post on patience and courage, which still has yet to get to completion. (laughs) Maybe after this quote, and I go down there and see if that quote fits into the end of it. But yeah, this is God's voice inspiring you right now. (laughs) Really, it wasn't even exactly wasn't even about the two things that I bought that were like, you know, five dollars or whatever. It was more like I just saved Mary, but she's always saving me coming back to come back to Mary again and again in this podcast. And we just are really. um, So I check out, get to the car. The girls are in the car and I see this person getting a few, she was got, purchasing a mirror and had her hands full with a whole bunch of things. You're laughing now because the story's coming. I know, yeah, I know the story. And I have a big 
truck, like a Yukon and lots of space in the car because everything's finally out of my car and your dad's equipment's not in my car right now. Mm-hmm. So at that time, and I'm, she's gathering all her things as this person is walking out the, out of the store and she dropped a few things. I mean, you could tell she was just hurried and, you know, trying to do it as fast as she can. And I like laughed at myself thinking this was me, you know, I don't know how many years ago, I couldn't tell how old she was. I knew she was younger, much younger than me, but it was me probably in between nap times or when I had like the free five minutes to get out of the house alone without my kids moment. And all I did was just want to go sort of stroll through a store Never to really buy anything, but just to kind of dream. I don't know, whatever it was. I, I loved going to those, you know, types store, of stores, thrift shops, antique shops, whatever. Those were my moments. Not so much goodwill, but we did. Mm-hmm. So she's getting out of the car. She has a small car. She's putting her stuff, had to have one of the men who worked there carry something to her car. And she looked so defeated in the rear view mirror. I looked out and I got out of the car and I said, she couldn't fit this mirror in her car. And I asked her, what, you can't fit it in the car? And she said, no. And she kind of laughed. She said, it's okay, I'll just come back, you know, but I don't know if they'll hold it for me, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, how far do you live? (laughs) She said, down the street. (laughs) Meanwhile, I know I have to get back to get your dad. And she, she said where she lived and it wasn't very far. So I said, just throw it in my, get, get the man, tell her I'll put it in the car and I'll bring it to your house. And she said, I think my husband can get it. I said, it's fine. I'm, I'm, it's five minutes down the road. She told me where she was and I knew exactly where it was. And I took the, the car, the girls and the big, huge buffet like mirror to her house. And I have no idea why <laughs> I didn't really have the time, but there was something that just made me do it. Right. And mm-hmm. as we pulled into the driveway, her husband was there and he had a car. There was no way in any under the sun that they would have fit that in. <laughs> okay. There was no way, but it was funny. He said to me, thank you so much for doing this. He said, he said, I'm sure you have nothing better than, um, he, he said, you're probably have so much, such a big, busy schedule. You have nothing better to do than to drive this to some complete stranger's house. And as he said that I started to get very teary eyed and it wasn't even for them. It wasn't, you know what it was. I don't even know what it was. That's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. It was a gift that I don't even know what the gift was. Although as I pulled away, there was a moment where I thought this was your dad and I, when we were young, we used to, when, when we were trying to build our life together, these yeah. are the kind of little, sort of cute little dates that we would go on to go buy this. And he would drag his car there because I couldn't go because I had kids in the car or the time that I went to Target and found a um, wicker set that was on sale, really, really inexpensive sale. It's the set mm. that we still have on the deck now, right? The two <laughs> yeah. And I start laughing because I have four kids in the car and I have a wicker set now. I'm trying to get into my minivan and I start laughing and I thought, I can't take this home with me. And I went in and they said, no, we can't hold it. So I call my dad and he said, so what do you need me to do? I said, I need you to come home and drive the kids back because I can't get it. And so he came, he drove you guys back and I drove the wicker set in my car, yeah. but I don't know, like there was just some moment of just some pure joy for me to be able to do, to give that gift to somebody else that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's just, that's just where you hear God's voice. It doesn't have to be like this thunderclap. And I know that's what everybody always says. You know what I mean? That's what my point is. I don't even know what, like, as I drove away, I I just thought, well, for whatever reason, I, I was called to do that. 
And it was, it brought me utter joy. It didn't feel stressful to me. We were laughing. Your sisters and I were cracking up and they're like, of course you did mom. And I think they might've been texting you later and said, can you believe what mom did? Right? <laughs> no. Cause yeah. it's just, we've just gotten, I don't know, used to it, but it's, that's almost like not true. It's not that we've gotten used to it. It's just that we've realized the beauty in doing things like that. You know, um, as I'm, as I'm here on campus, you know, I have a, a friend staying with me, um, actually, you guys know her. She was on the podcast um, <laughs> when we did our little chat about Canada and America. Um, but anyway, so she was here. And one of the things that she said to me was like, it's crazy how many people, you know, and that's not why I'm bringing it up. You know, I just I'm as I'm walking past, like I see my friends and I see people that I know when I say hi, that's what you do. Um, and I'm just thinking, like, that's just how I was raised, like to be friendly to people and like just to say hi, even, you know, even if I just know them for a second, it's really nothing. Um, but it's just always funny. Like, I know watching you growing up and everything when, well, when I was growing up, um, is like how you would always leave the grocery store with a friend that you had met. <laughs> and cell phone numbers or email addresses and yeah. Wait that's just like, that's just how that is. And that's just you. And, and you never know, like, that's probably them like praying, like, I need somebody to come and to tell me that I'm doing okay, or that I'm, I can need prayers or something or whatever. Like, we don't even know what our impact is on the other side for these people. Like, how are, are they hearing God's voice in us? Like, we always think about it from our perspective, but like, what are we doing for others to hear God's voice in us? I don't know. That just came to me. I thought that was really cool. So you need to be that model for people, you know, you're really sweet to say that. And, and, um, I don't know if your brother told you that when you were in the store yesterday, when you stopped off before you picked up your friend in the airport, he was, he FaceTimed me and he was watching this. I don't, I don't know whether it was a couple or somebody who had purchased something in the store and they were walking out and they left something on the bottom of their shopping cart. Did he tell you this story? No, No, he didn't even tell you. So he's FaceTiming me and he's trying to yell out the window that they left a case of vitamin water or something under the shop. <laughs> right. Essentials. I said, Go, them. Go tell him. And he, he's running. And I said, put your phone in the pocket, but don't hang up. Cause I want to hear how this goes. <laughs> so he tucked me in his pocket and I could hear kind of like my mom, when she would, she would have the nurses come in and she thought she was hanging up. And meanwhile, I'm listening on FaceTime the whole time, whatever was oh, happening. The stories from that. The stories from my mom. But he he said to them, hey, did you buy this and leave this under the shopping cart? And he ran up to their car and they said, yes, yes. But they were pulling out of the parking spot. He said, hold on, I'll go back and get it. So he runs back, <laughs> he carries it to the car while I'm on FaceTime in his pocket. <laughs> she said you didn't need to do that you didn't need you know and he was just like I'm happy to do it he said what else am I doing sitting here waiting for my sister and her friend in the parking lot so (laughs) (laughs) but see like that's that's exactly what I mean like I mean it doesn't mean that you have to go to every person you say and talk to them or pick up their food or whatever it is you know just just being yourself and being who God called you to be that's where people are going to hear God's voice through you too. I, I you think know? that people don't realize that that is God. That's yeah. That's, the more that we look at others and see the, the love and the, the beauty of other people and just the, the small gifts of the everyday, you know, I, I did tell you the story that I, I opened my Instagram yesterday because I had a, I guess it maybe was last night um, who had responded to 
the beautiful message that you wrote about me for my birthday on Saturday. And she was thinking, how sweet is it, your daughter, that she wrote this, you know, for you and happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. And I hadn't heard from her in a while. And she'd lost somebody that she loved, someone mm-hmm. far, far too young. Um, and it has not been very long. And so she she was sharing a few things with me and, and in, t- you know, direct message back and forth. And um, ironically, um, as we were chatting a little bit, I told her that I had just listened to this. I told her that I was going to do a rosary and I was going to pray for her on knowing, mm-hmm. on knowing the connection of the rosary with her. She has a very strong devotion to the rosary. And last night I prayed a rosary while I was on the bike that has now given me back pain, but that's a whole oh, other gosh. Dang <laughs> So I told her, you know, we went back and forth and I said, I just listened to this father, Mike Schmidt's um, homily from yesterday's mass that he did. And I, th- I said, I just feel called to share this with you. So a few hours later, or she said, tell me, send it to me. And I, I texted it to her through the, you know, Instagram. And she wrote back a message and said, wow, I cannot tell you how much this is a signal grace for me. Mm. Um, and how she has such a deep devotion to the rosary, which he kind of talked about the rosary in the, in the, you know, homily itself. I had said I was praying one for her, but I also thought that it was kind of interesting because the whole homily was about, you know, Pierre um, Giorgio and some of the things that he said, but also mm-hmm. about Mary and how um, God, I'm going to read what he's saying. Jesus on the cross, you know, he's father. Mike Schmitz is doing this series of the, the last words of, um, of Jesus, right? We know all this seven last words. Is that what it I is? think? It's, yeah. The seven last words. So he's on the third last word, which is woman, behold your son, behold your mother. Um, you know, that, that line in, in the, mm-hmm. in the gospel. So he's saying, here's a mother offered and a mother received. And Mary is the mother of all redeemed, right? So he's, he's telling the story that he's coming to the end of his life and mm-hmm. he's giving everything. He's given up his clothes. He's given up his pride. He's given up mm-hmm. his dignity. Like he's yeah. just given up his possessions. He's given his blood and he's given his everything. Yeah. And, um, here, one of the great lines that he comes away with, um, I'm just trying to find the exact word that he, he said, so I can share it with you. And it probably is in her note more than mine. So she writes the, the, in the worst moments, Jesus gave us his mother. Well, who mm-hmm. would love to have a mother, right? When you, so here's this mother who's lost her child saying that, and yeah. she's writing that down that that was this. And that was the one line that connected me that I told you I was typing on my phone as I was taking notes, listening. Mm-hmm. And, and it just kept connecting back to this story of, I haven't heard from her since I think January and here's just in this particular moment, it, I felt called to share this homily with her. And she's telling me that she'll continue to listen to it because it gave her so much gift in questions that she might be having in her loss and kind of tying together some pieces of a dream that a friend had shared with her about her, her child and just all these little parts of the story. And, and she'd been praying for some grace and peace and comfort and just, I didn't do it. It's me just answering, Hey, the tap on your shoulder, Heather, send this to your friend, send this Mm -hmm. to her. And so I did. I mean, I don't know why I'm telling you, I just feel called to share it. Just like when father Jonathan sent, said to us the first time we met him back in August, you know, we met him that one day. And then a few days through our time out in Franciscan, he says, 
Heather, I feel called to share this to you. And he gave me that note. And he said, I hoped I would see you. I prayed that I would see you today. And that was on the last <laughs> mass day. Yeah. And, I down and he was standing there and he gave me this beautiful Stations of the Cross book that he's prayed with. And it goes back to, again, the same, the, my favorite one out of this is when, well, there's two favorites, uh, Simon, <laughs> Simon of Serene, but then yep. the temptation where Jesus is stri- stripped of his garments and it connects back to this, the same thing, like, when Jesus is at the end of himself, he gives us his mother and, you know, she mm-hmm. shows up and here, all we need to do is hear those calls and pass those on to other people. And that's yeah. how we get hearing God's voice and yeah. sharing God's voice. Right. Yeah. You know, it's funny is, as you said that I just thought of a song that combines the two topics we've talked about. Um, it's come to the altar and it says, when you've come to the end of yourself and you thirst for a drink from the well. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by that song so when we record this we do this on zoom so we can have an actual conversation which which works very well for me i like to see people's faces when i have a conversation with them um and so watching your face i saw you look like something just had connected with (laughs) yeah see how how this whole conversation we absolutely had no plan on how we were going to tie this all together but I mean, I think that, yeah, this is God speaking to us right now is the I Holy Spirit it. motivating us to do this. It, um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I think, I think that means it's time for Saint Chasers. Saint Chasers. Woo! We really need a theme song. I'm going to work on that. <laughs> we need a- roll. Maybe we need to get your brother to do a drum roll. And I know we need a theme song. Drum. I don't know. Whatever it is. Yes, exactly. Um, so saint of the week, who is yours? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think it's your turn first. <laughs> oh, I okay, you're right. I haven't given mine first. No. So in, in theory, one would assume that my saint of the week should be St. Joseph. Right. Because he is my um, patron saint, birthday saint. Mm-hmm. And there's truth in that. But I will say, based on a lot of the things that I'm talking about here, Mary is and she is isn't she like the greatest saint of all right people queen of all saints my friend right right? queen of all saints we'll call her right yeah um so i would say that mary seems to be let's look at how it started out with the whole going to the goodwill and finding this you know beautiful statue um and then there was another part that I just lost my train of thought oh the rosary because now (laughs) yeah (laughs) rosary and honestly I'm a rosary. I pray the rosary every day with, mm-hmm. especially with my friends at many Hail Marys. Yep. It has been a rough couple of weeks trying to be very consistent with that because we've been yeah. on a little bit of a wacky schedule with, especially with you guys being home and we've been mm-hmm. up late or sleeping in missing time. But the last few days I've actually spent a few um, committed hours to praying it alone. And last night at dinner, the girls and dad and I did pray um, the rosary over dinner. Mm-hmm. as dinner was finishing up um and there's just a few other places where she's just mary just keeps showing herself and mm-hmm. ironically don't we have a feast day coming up of hers or- yes we do yes. Annunciation is this friday um and it means that it's um it's a meat friday so we can actually have meat this weekend or this friday um, and it also means that it's an excuse to have waffles for the Annunciation. 
um, which is great. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of the meat thing because now I can plan the rest of my week for food. Oh, <laughs> meal planning is the best. I that. That's on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Meat Friday um, and the Annunciation, which is awesome. Yeah. And and uh, the Annunciation, March 25th was yep. a big day last year when I last had a conversation with my mom before yeah. she um, passed away. Mm-hmm. He brought me my last um, oxalis, which she had not, not a single element of handing to me other than handing to me. She, she <laughs> didn't, you yeah. know, ran around looking for one all over town before she, um, before, after, after St. Patrick's Day, it's usually very difficult to find a clover, which is what an oxalis looks like. Yeah. Um, and actually just reshared that Instagram post that I wrote about, or actually the blog post that I wrote about my oxalis in 50, which was not the birthday I just celebrated this year. It might have been, <laughs> might have been two years ago. So if Do you can math. Math, <laughs> I'm over a half century old people. Oh my. I'm proud of it. Yes, um, you are. Yeah. So as far as your saint got an, so at pointing, let me go back to the reason why I brought my mom up. I didn't finish my thought. Yeah. La- last year, the, my word of the year was mother. Right. And I still have to get together. I started writing a blog post at the beginning of the year as to what that was about. And this time last year, it sort of started to make sense, which is what I really thought the whole year was going to be about with my mother was really, mm-hmm. that it's probably going to be closer to the end of her time that she was, she would say, the Lord, let me have another day. Right. <laughs> she would, oh my gosh. Yeah. She begged for him. Please just take me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. tell me what your um, saint of the week is, if you have such a saint of the week or the last yeah. two weeks. Or- I know. Um, I think, I don't know. I think one person that's kind of um, not intentionally, I've not intentionally thought about the fact that they might be pursuing me, but um, St. Isidore is the patron of technology and doing the work that I do. Um, I think that it's very important <laughs> that I keep it in my back pocket at all times. Um, I've had quite a few experiences with recording podcasts before you and I joined together um, where I would record and uh, get started and my computer would crash and I would be, I was just very confused. And of course, my guest was very, um, you know, re- uh, respecting of that and or their things would crash too and I was like okay St. Michael would come and then the episode would go perfectly after that um so I mm. think St. Isidore and his, his feast day is coming up actually um it's on April 4th this year wow. so yeah St. Isidore that's a good Saint one Isidore yes we pray to him every <laughs> every single day in a computer science class in grade school it was really fun interesting that's that's good yeah and i think i think we covered our our bible verses for this week um unless you have another one no i don't i was looking at my list from my last adoration last week and i suddenly remember who my saint was which is going to make you laugh when you say okay i would just have looked at my notes but it's fitting and timely it's saint peregrine right oh yeah he he's been showing up and you know, we have another MRI coming up for your dad. So right. it would really be exceptional if people would 
let us know that they're praying for us by sending me a note saying they're praying rosaries or a decade yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be them hearing either us here saying this or hearing God's voice saying to me, hey, I just thought of you. I'm going to pray a rosary or a decade for you. Yeah. See, it's like telepathy. <laughs> it's like people could say like, hey, I'm praying for you. And then God's like, hey, somebody's praying for you. But it's not like that. <laughs> it would be great. <laughs> Let's just say, doesn't it feel like that sometimes? It does. It does. Honestly, something I want to like pitch to you guys for this week is if somebody pops into your head that you haven't thought about it for a while, it's God saying, pray for that person. This happens to me all of the time. And I'm like, why am I thinking about this person that I met 10 years ago? and haven't seen um, in a very long time, it's because God wants you to pray for them. Uh, So that's my challenge to you this week. I think that's true. And I will share with you, I have this um, buddy on Instagram who prays for me quite a bit, shares my name on a few, on many Hail Marys and a few other little places where she does, you know, live rosaries, Mm -hmm. divine mercy chaplets, whatever. She throws my name out there and I get a message that she put, you know, my name. (laughs) I, I adore love Instagram. <laughs> I love Instagram. And I was saying to your friend Hannah last night. Yes. Listen, Instagram has and social media absolutely have a terrible rap. There is some truth in the ter- terrible ugliness that can come out of it. I can tell you for sure, we have some of the coolest friends, people who have been to my home, been to your home, been met. We've met in Pittsburgh, Emily Stinson, we Chapman, we met in church when we brought you guys out there. There's yeah. uh, Stephanie Weinert that we spent time in her home and the Stapletons we met down there. A few other people who were listeners on our, you know, readers to my pod uh, plot. Can I talk to readers to my <laughs> pod and listeners to your podcast? And when we yeah. were in South Carolina, the um, adorable friend there who had said, she, when, when we were sharing our story and she said, my mom listens to you and she's been praying this many things with her group of people for weeks now. Like, so it's just, there are so many beautiful humans that we have met out of social media. So yeah, yeah. not to mention all my writer friends through hope writers and all the things that we've worked through in that, in that realm. Um, but this one friend, she, she was writing to me a birthday message and started sharing this, this story with me, Hey, about feeling God's love and being worthy. And, and Mm -hmm. I laughed and I said, wait a second, literally just wrote a message to a friend within seconds of her writing that to me on a completely different topic. She wasn't even talking to me about that. (laughs) I said, I literally said, I feel unworthy of all of these, all of the generosity and, and gifts and prayers and all of it that we're getting Mm -hmm. from our family in relation to your dad and, and that situation. And she started answering that, not even knowing that it was just something. So talk about telepathy of sorts. I know. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is a beautiful thing. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a better way to put it. It's not telepathy. It's just it's telepathy. <laughs> I'm just saying telepathy in the real world is called Holy Spirit. Yeah, there we go. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah, no, this is, it was not what we planned, but I think it was pretty cool. Well, because we're hearing God's voice as we talk. And hopefully his voice sounds a little bit better than my Northeast accent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had, I had somebody who told me that. One person who told you that she's from this area or knows somebody when she heard my voice, she said she felt so much at home. And I thought, (laughs) home, when you say home from this area, and I just totally 
accentuated the way I said that. Oh, yeah. It's not something I'm very proud of him. <laughs> I know. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. yeah, I know. But this is great. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's episode. Um, we'll have all of the show notes links down below, um, including the you know your blog post, the Oxalis post, um, any posts related to things we talked about every secret Sunday, the homily by Father Mike Schmitz, all of that will be down below. Um, and again, we challenge you this week that if you hear God's voice, um, tell us, tell, tell your friends, tell anybody, um, pray for that person. Um, if they come to your mind, um, we want to hear from you. <laughs> please keep our family in your prayers this week as we yeah. approach another scan week, MRI weeks for anybody who is, um, living a life with cancer is always a week. That's a little extra, yeah. a little extra, uh, just a little extra. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Well, it was good to see your face again. I know from in person to the screen once again, but we will see you guys next week um, for episode 105 of your okay. podcast. Right. Thanks so much. It was a great chat. We will talk soon. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.